The next one, oh, well, it goes quite well with it. The next one is from Thursday, August 4th, 2005, so it's the very next day. And at least what I titled the message was, How Do We Release Guilt and Fear? And it looks like, uh, yeah, it's a continuation. I say, Good morning, Holy Spirit. Yesterday, I asked who we are without the guilt and fear and hatred. Today, I am ready to listen to you regarding the guilt and fear and hatred. Ooh, that's good. Can you see the progress there? Yesterday, I was terrified of it because I thought it's who, who, who I was. Today, I now want to look at it because my mind has opened up to the idea that is not who I am. Therefore, I'm realizing I can release it, and now I want to learn how. So you can tell how well Holy Spirit answered me on August 3rd, because by August 4th, I'm ready to look at what I was afraid to look at the day before. And you call him teacher, and you say good morning. And tell him. <laughs> Sounds familiar. <laughs> Sounds like somebody we know, yeah, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. I'm just, I'm just three years, a little, uh, three years <laughs> late, but it's okay. You know, yeah, Laurent is having late. these same conversations with Holy Spirit now, so he's, he's laughing. <laughs> okay, so good morning, Holy Spirit. Yesterday I asked who we are without the guilt and fear and hatred. Today I am ready to listen to you regarding the guilt and fear and hatred. What would you share, teacher? <laughs> and here is the answer. It is easy to look away from the guilt and fear and hatred that seems to be within you if you choose to believe it is outside of you. This is projection. And this is the defense mechanism that you made to save you from your own pain. And it may seem to work if you don't think about it while you project, because you may have a feeling of innocence, better than he, or self-righteousness, as you point your finger at another. But don't look too closely at how you feel, or you will find this defense mechanism hides nothing. For underneath your feelings of self-righteousness is pain, irritation, or fear. And you don't need to look far to discover these feelings. Just ask yourself, is it peace I feel now? The answer is obvious. And what I added in, uh, just because I knew that this was inferred, just ask yourself whenever you seem to point the finger at someone else. Is it peace I feel now? The answer is obvious. So obviously, something that I was doing, which Holy Spirit is addressing immediately, is that I was holding on to my guilt and fear and hatred by projecting it onto others. And since I'm saying now I'm ready to look at this so that I can release it, Holy Spirit has to start off by pointing out my errors. And so what he is showing me is that when I am hating the puppy, for example, blaming the puppy, thinking everything is the puppy's fault, I'm, on the one hand, thinking I'm not the guilty one the puppy is. But on the other hand, Holy Spirit is saying, now if you just look, you'll notice you're not at peace when you're doing that. And that's, there's no doubt about that. When I'm hating the puppy, I'm very annoyed I'm not at peace. And he wants me to start getting in touch with my feelings. And the reason he wants to start helping me get in touch with my feelings is because whatever I am believing when I am upset in any way is something I'm teaching myself about myself. I may be thinking that I'm hating the puppy and blaming the puppy, but really I'm teaching myself that I am that, that I am that hate, that I am that guilt that I seem to be projecting onto someone else. 
So I need to get in touch with my feelings. I need to feel the feeling of annoyance, the feelings of agitation. And I need to know that whenever I'm believing whatever thoughts are in my mind, why I'm feeling those feelings, what I'm doing is I'm teaching myself this role. And I need to learn to not listen to whatever thoughts are in my mind, no matter how justified they may seem. I need to learn to not listen to the thoughts that are in my mind when I'm feeling those feelings. So this is what Holy Spirit is pointing out to me when he says, just ask yourself, is it peace I feel now? And he says, the answer is obvious. If the defense of projection does not bring you peace, and peace is your home, projection must not be your home. So to abandon projection is to abandon nothing but the act of deceiving yourself. This is the first thing I ask of you. Watch your thoughts for any time that you think anyone is guilty for anything. <laughs> it's pretty all-inclusive there. Watch your thoughts for any time that you think anyone is guilty for anything. And realize this thought is not peace. Then decide that you want peace and let the thought go. This may seem to take faith and a great deal of willingness at first. But as you get better at giving over the thoughts of projection, you will begin to see that your brother is not guilty. And if he is not guilty, neither are you. And there was a particular brother in my life at this time that I did project a lot of guilt onto. And this is why Holy Spirit is saying this may seem to take faith and a great deal of willingness at first because I really believed that he was guilty. And it was nearly impossible for Holy Spirit to convince me that he wasn't. And so Holy Spirit, of course, knows that. And Holy Spirit knows that as long as I'm projecting all of this guilt onto this brother, that what I'm really doing is keeping it. I won't be able to release it. So that's why Holy Spirit is starting there with me. And, and this is why Holy Spirit is being very honest to say it will seem to take, a, take faith and a great deal of willingness. And what he's really doing is appealing to my willingness. One thing that I have had, fortunately, since I started the, the spiritual path, is I have had willingness. Uh, there have been like a couple of days, actually a, a few days this year, where the willingness seemed to get kind of lost. But until this year, it was never lost, and this year it was only lost a few days. One thing I could always, always get in touch with, and especially at the time when this was written in 2005, I could always get in touch with my willingness. No matter how bad things seemed, I could get in touch with that willingness. And Holy Spirit knew that about me. So he's pointing at something that at this time was the most difficult thing I was going through, a brother that I really thought was wrong. And he's asking me now, to be willing to change my mind about that in spite of all of the seeming evidence that I could point to, all of the stories I could tell about all of the things he did. Holy Spirit is telling me if I want to release the guilt, then I need to release this projection. And he's appealing to my willingness. So you'll notice I say, what is the next thing you ask? He says, when you have begun to give up the defense mechanism of projection, that which you seem to have been hiding within yourself will begin to rise. For you have not given up your belief in hate, fear, and guilt. You have only begun to accept 
that placing it outside of you does not bring you peace. And so I asked, what should we do when we begin to notice these feelings within ourselves? And he said, this is when the position you call the observer is useful. If you allow yourself to believe these feelings as they come up, you will suffer within a pool of pain and misery, and you will learn nothing useful to the purpose of awakening. That's a pretty strong statement. We, we've seen some strong Holy Spirit lately here, too. He, he did, when, we're, when we're ready, he gets strong. He gets very strong. And, and it, apparently I was ready at this point because he's getting very strong. He's saying if you choose to believe these feelings, you know, you're, you're going to suffer. So this is a decision you're going to have to make. And he's also pointing out that, that being the observer of the feelings rather than believing, rather than being identified with them, believing they are my feelings, is it, going to be very important if I don't want to suffer as they start rising. He says, remember that I told you these beliefs about yourself are not real, but allow yourself to observe that the beliefs are there. So again, he's also, he's, he's addressed the projection defense mechanism, and now he's really addressing the denial defense mechanism. He's not asking me to see a feeling like hate within me and say it's not true and push it down through denial, you know, which is still using the right words, it's not true, but it's pushing it down, pushing it away. He's asking me to observe it, or the language we've been using lately is allow it or accept it. He's asking me to allow it to be there and remember that it's not true. Don't push it away and say it's not true. Allow it to be there and remember that it's not true even as I'm feeling it, even as I'm experiencing it. Remember that I told you these beliefs about yourself are not real, but allow yourself to observe that the beliefs are there. For you have denied these beliefs about yourself for a very long time and projected them onto the world. In order to remember who you are, you must let go of the beliefs that tell you that you are who you are not. And to let go of those beliefs, you must face that you think them true. So the first step is to let go of thoughts of projection and you will need faith and willingness to complete this first step. You will seem to need to complete this first step many times. But you are only being thorough, for your projection was thorough indeed. <laughs> thorough is like complete. Um, so, you know, this makes sense. You know, he's saying you didn't, you didn't get here in a day. Don't expect to get back to knowing who you are in a day. <laughs> That's what he means by thorough. You know, he's saying you spent a lot of time, you know, denying these beliefs, projecting these beliefs. You spent a lot of time doing that. You put a lot of effort into doing that. So it's going to take some time to undo that. You know, he's, he's asking for patience. And he's right, especially considering the particular brother, the particular brother that he's speaking of that I really felt intense hatred for. Uh, this is in August of 2005. That forgiveness finally came uh, at, in May of 2006. So, um, you know, not a lifetime away, but many, many months. Many, many months of still suffering with those thoughts and letting go of those thoughts. And I, I remember the thoughts about this brother would just run in my mind constantly. Just 
he did this and he did this and hate and projection and constantly. And I remember I would let go of them. I would breathe some peace, rest my mind, let go of the thoughts, get back to a peaceful place and feel like I was okay. And then literally 30 seconds later, they were back again. And this went on for months. This went on for months. And that's what Holy Spirit is talking about here. But you know what? It went on for months, but I finally got past it. And that's important to know, too. You know, (laughs) if you're in the months and months and months of the letting go, it's important to know that you just stick with it. You just stick with it. But at this point, this is where we were beginning. And so Holy Spirit was being very honest with me. Holy Spirit was warning me that it's not going to seem to be easy. You're going to have to work hard. That's really what Holy Spirit is saying. Because you worked hard to get here, so you're going to have to work hard to get back to remembering who you are. So again, the first step is to let go of thoughts of projection. And you will need faith and willingness to complete this first step. You will seem to need to complete this first step many times. But you are only being thorough for your projection was thorough indeed. The second step is to notice that all you seem to project, you believe about yourself. Then be willing to let go of that belief, again in faith and willingness. For as long as you hold on to the belief, it will seem to be true. And that's the kicker right there. We can't wait for it not to seem to be true before we let go of it. It's going to seem to be true, and we have to make the decision to let go of it anyway. So at first, there actually may even be a feeling of lying to ourselves. Like I said, I felt like I was lying to myself when I would read, there is, no cruelty, there is no cruelty in God and none in me. At first, there may even seem to be a feeling when I'm saying, I am not this hate. There may seem to be a feeling that I'm lying to myself. What I really have to do at this point is I have to remember what am I going to trust. Am I going to trust what I believe about myself? Or am I going to trust what the Holy Spirit says about me? And i got to make a decision because the truth is I believe one thing and he's saying another. And if I'm going to keep believing what I believe about myself, I'm going to stay there. If I ever, ever want to get to see that what the Holy Spirit is saying about me is true, I literally have to choose to trust his evaluation of me more than my own. That's the decision I have to make. The two evaluations. The two evaluations, yeah, from A Course in Miracles. I literally have to decide to trust him more than me. That's what I have to do. So he says, for as long as you hold on to the belief, it will seem to be true. You must let it go to find that it has no effects and therefore was never true. I have to let go of it first. I'm not going to learn first that I'm love and then let go of it. I have to let go of it to learn that I am love. Yeah, leap of faith, as thank you is saying. So I said, okay, then what? (laughs) Now comes a time of listening to me. For as the voice of the ego seems to go quieter in your mind, my voice will seem to grow more clear, and I will teach you that we are one. Once again, you will need faith and willingness, for there will still seem to be thoughts of projection, 
self-hatred, fear, and guilt to let go of. But when you are listening to me, you have begun the hike. And he's referring to a message he gave me a, a few weeks before this, where he asked me to hike up a mountain with him. And he told me that as we hiked up this mountain, we would merge together. That when I start hiking up the mountain, I f may feel like I'm hiking on my own power. But as we continued the hike together, we would merge together. And by the time I would got to the, to the top of the mountain, I, I wouldn't even remember what my own power was anymore. <laughs> it would have just merged into his power. So... Uh, let's see, once again, you will need faith and willingness, for there will still seem to be thoughts of projection, self-hatred, fear, and guilt to let go of. But when you are listening to me, you have begun the hike. Walk with me, and the peace that is your home will come to you as me. We are one. So that's the end of um, that message. All right.